Welcome to episode number 41 of Hearthcast.com. We don't suck. That's our new tagline. Remember that from last week? I remember that from last week. We are a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player. So this podcast has been recorded especially for you on July 22nd, 2010 with your host, Root. And Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about the 10 unethical things to do in the World of Warcraft. At least 10. There's probably a lot more than that. 10 that we'll mention today. Yeah. The 10 top things. How about that? It's 10. Alright, we're also going to cover a quick apology from Root. Yep. Uh, listener email and listener phone calls. We're going to do adopt a pet. And we're going to wrap it up with Root's auction house tip. I'd like to give a quick shout out to our guildmates over in Whispering on the Titan Warriors and Alf, the Azerothian Liberation Front, as opposed to the side or any other angle. Uh, Javier gets a quick shout out. We'll give more on him a little bit coming up here. Uh, we'd like to also give our shout outs to Taverncraft. And you know, it's kind of funny little story about Taverncraft. Uh, one of the people in the office today walked up and my stein sitting on my desk. You know, it sits there. And she picked up my stein. She goes, is this for Dragon Ball Z? After all this time. After all this time. Because <laughs> it's got the dragons on it. It is. And she's like, is this for Dragon Ball Z? I was like, uh, no. It's much more manly than that. Yeah. Yes. Much more mature than that. Yes, more mature. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to SwagDog.com. As always, I am decked out in my World of Warcraft gear on Thursdays. It makes for a fun Thursday, you know. It's like dress up. But for work. So. I wish I could at my work. I know. It's just great that way. Also, shout out to Nebula from Beats365.com, making all the music on our podcast possible, and to NextIntelligence.com, who provides us the studio location to record our wonderful show. As always, please visit our website over at www.hearthcast.com. While you're there, take our survey. If you wish to contribute to the show, the email address is contribute at hearthcast.com, or you can call our Hearthcast hotline at 321-558-7637. We're kind of right in the middle of phone numbers, so I guess we're going with that one this week. Uh, you can find our show on iTunes. You can just search for things like Wow, Wow Podcast, Auction House, Auction House Tips, all that kind of stuff. You can always subscribe to our feed via FeedBurner from our page. You can post our RSS feed directly into any RSS aggregator you may use, or just follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash hearthcast for the inside scoop about uh, what's going on here at Hearthcast. So, hey, Freckleface, what's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Well, not too much this week. I have still yet to play my mage um, pretty much since our ICC fail. And I've learned from the guild notes that they have downed uh, Rotface, oh. which is the guy after Festergut, which I still can't really do very well. So I kind of feel a little bit behind in that. Um. So I've barely played my mage, honestly. Um, on my rogue, I've played... A little bit done some heroics and some VOA, enough to get 60 tokens to buy a new belt. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Um, yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, I haven't really done a whole lot of the other thing. Like, every every like other day I've been logging on to do the auction house stuff. Right. And How's that going? Not bad. How did your um, little experiment you did with the uh, the items, were you, were you able to get, like, a bot to buy it out? No. Well, I only tried it once. It didn't oh, work, yeah. and so then I forgot his, about it. Yeah, there you go. Because what I ended up doing is, uh, forgetting what I had, so I started out buying, what was it, some alcohol thing, like a <laughs> flask of wine, and then I'd be like, ooh, alcohol, and then i drink it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of be the whole purpose. Did, did you throw up? Yeah, I did. I drank did. it fast enough to throw up, too. And I was doing that on 
something you get. I think was it like, is it, can mages conjure alcohol? No, we can't. And what'd you give me? I had something I had. I had something. Like, I got you. I think I gave you the present moonshine. Yeah, that and was you, it. Yeah, and you drank it back and threw it from it. Yes. That, that was, was fun. That was fun. Good times. Where were we? Because I, I, I kept thinking I shouldn't be really drinking in here because I can't. Wasn't it in ICC? Probably. <laughs> it's contributed to my failings. <laughs> Getting drunk on prison moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> and barfing all over the place. Way to go. Way to go. Perfect. Can I tell you something else I did this week? Sure. All right. Well, I think it was months back. I got myself a black tabby cat. Okay. Now, this is the pet that only drops from... Is this the one we tried to trade or tried to yeah, transfer? Yeah, you were going to try to help me, but yeah, you Yeah, I haven't did. been on in 41 years. Yes, yeah, so you couldn't. <laughs> um, so how I got the pet, just to recap, I had to make a horde character because these mobs are friendly to Alliance. And it was a rare spawn that I had to just kind of level up my little paladin to level 23. Why'd you have to create a horde character if the characters are friendly to Alliance? Because it can't attack it. Oh, you have it. to kill it. Okay, yeah, okay, it. Yeah. okay. All right, all right. Sorry. Can't just go and be like, hey, can I have your kitty? Doesn't work like that. You have to kill him. So I'd had this on my paladin for months. Right. Trying to transfer it over. Right. Couldn't think of a way. After the real ID came out, I thought, okay, maybe now finally oh. I can work it out. Right. So, not to be confusing, but on my alliance pally, which I've been leveling as a healer through looking for dungeon. Right. I got into on differently. ZF. Talking about differently, right? Yes, on differently. Right. Janiqua. I pronounce it differently. I know. So I finally got into ZF and I said, hey, I had been in Ironforge. Now I'm in ZF. I could take advantage of that. So after we were done with the run, I went to some mobs that we hadn't killed. I let myself get killed. Okay. And then I spirit rezzed at the graveyard, which is right outside Tanaris. Correct. So I saved myself a trip from Ironforge to Tanaris that way. Oh, because you were you had um, you were in the dungeon. Yeah, it was in the dungeon. And if you Zulfran. run out, it takes you back where you were. Exactly, but if you die and then you spirit res, yeah. then you jumped continents. Yeah. So I did that, and meanwhile, um, we have some friends. Um, you kind of know them, but they've been playing Horde on our server. Okay. Stop playing lights when playing Horde, and they're about the same level. So then I saw uh, character's name is Moo there. He's a husband and wife. They play Moo here and Moo there. <laughs> Moo everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So I saw Ron and said, hey, can, and you, can you help me out? So I got her to meet me at Tanara. So then what I did is I hopped on to my level 23 horde paladin. Got it. My blood elf paladin. What's its name? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Something very similar. My vanilla. Oh, Or vanilla okay. with an A. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, and then I was in Orgrimmon. I'm thinking, how am I going to get all the way down there? So I... Offered in trade chat for a port to dollar in for 25 gold. I only had 95 gold. Holy cow. So I offered a port and I immediately got a response. Sure, after 25, 25 gold. gold. Offering 10 didn't get you anything. 25. Oh, yeah, I get an immediate response. So I got ported to dollar in. Right. And then I took the portal to Caverns of Time, which right. does leave you in Right. But way then I had in the corner. Way in the corner. And I still had to get... Uh, you're level 22? Yeah. I wow. still had to get escorted all the way across Yeah, Tenaris. so you ain't going to make it across walking. <laughs> All the scorpions kept kept coming at me, and the pirates, and it's kind of a fun ride. But once we got there, I said, okay, gave her my cat, I said, hold this cat. And I logged out, and then I logged on to my other character, and then through Real ID, I said, okay, now put this cat up in the auction house for 200 gold. So she put it up, and then I bought it. 
Now, up until then, I've been kind of debating how to do this, because I'm thinking, however I do it, I'm transferring gold between factions. I don't know how I'm supposed to get it back out. You're not. Unless right. you Unless you put something up immediately after for right. 200 gold. Right, exactly. I would have had to exactly put something of mine up for 200 gold like and have cloth. her buy it out. Right. But she would have had to wait an hour to get the gold that she got from her auction. There would have been a cut. Yeah. But the way I figured, I was like, all right, you know what? It doesn't matter because she can use the gold, so right. I can just... You know them. Yeah. I, mean, I asked her, I was like, hey, how are you doing the gold? She's like, oh, we're fine. I got like 55. 5,500 or 55? 55. Wow. I'm like, oh, you can have some gold. So <laughs> I eliminated that step of having transfer gold back to myself and just felt like it did a good deed. Yeah. Um, so I got my black tabby. I learned it on my mage because now I'm going to get the polymorph black cat oh, at the same time. Uh, but that's about it for me for this week. What's been going on with you? Well, absolutely nothing. You know, I noticed that my real ID says you've not been on in 41 years. I have to, I have to officially retire. 41 years, you know. Yeah. 41. You, did, you sent me a screenshot of that. I did, because I thought it was hilarious. And, and so I checked it out to figure out what was going on. And that's what was just, going on? Well, it's because of the, uh, on Tuesday, patch day, when they reset the servers. So it happens to be like it has some kind of a time pause or something. Reset. Yeah, that's it, time reset. So, I guess so that, anyone who's not logged in since the patch, it says they've not logged in in 41 years. Yeah, what we'll to test that like next patch time, see if that yeah. still does that. Yeah, shit, because you're the only, well, you're the only person. The only person. Out of, out of my friends that had not oh, okay. logged in. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure I'm like the only person. No, but. I feel that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got I have valid reasons. Like what? Well, what I, could possibly be a valid reason for not playing Warcraft for an entire week? I had, I had a migraine. That counts. A whole week? No, just one day. Well, uh, major one was like one day. I didn't even get out of bed for one uh, day. And it just kind of hung out for a couple more days. Um, Sunday, I wasn't even in the house. I didn't even get in the house. I was, I was out all day. So by the time I got home, I was just ready to go to bed. And uh, What are the excuses you get? Um, my workload quadrupled. I guess that's semi-valid. It is. It is. It is. It is? Okay. So I mentioned Javier earlier. Uh, yes, you did. And this is kind of a funny story because... I was uh, on my way into the office. Uh, we had to we shoot a series of morning videos here, and uh, one of the batteries on our microphones was dying. Uh, it's a little wireless lapel, so I said, "Well, let me stop, pick up a battery, bring it into work." So you know, I pick up the battery, and I'm I'm at the counter, and I'm just I, I don't like things in my pocket, so I keep, typically keep them in my hands, like keys. That's why I have a purse. Yeah, I don't. No, you need man, a man purse. No, no. No. A carry-all? No. European carry-all? No. Okay. Fair so, enough. I go to the counter, right? I just kind of throw my keys down on the counter. And I carry my, my authenticator on, on my keychain. I do not. I know. So, that, that's another one of my reasons. One day, I lost my keys last week. I could not find my keys. And I looked all over. Could not find my keys. Oh, no. What happened? I found them, obviously. Oh, okay. But, you know, for the whole day, I could not the find them. The whole day? Yeah, they're in, they're in the other car. That's the last place you look. But anyhow, so I put my keys up there on the counter, and the guy, you know, he's like checking me out. Well, not checking me out. He's He's checking your items out. Thank you. (laughs) But uh, he looks down, and he sees my authenticator. He goes, hey, is that one of those, uh, 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 I'm like, authenticator. 
He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, man. He goes, you play World of Warcraft? I was like, yeah, I do. And so we started talking about World of Warcraft. And I, you know, I, I'm normally hesitant about mentioning the podcast. You know, even though we had that one girl way back when who actually mentioned it to us. Like, oh, I listened to this podcast. You should check him out. I'm like, oh, really? Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but Javier is like, you know, talking about World of Warcraft with the guy. And I was like, well, you know, I happen to have a podcast on it. He's like, oh, yeah. And he whips out his iPhone. He goes, let me subscribe to it. I was like, okay. And so I gave him the feed. Well, I gave him through, through iTunes. And so he's going to download the podcast and check it out. Good deal. And hopefully reactivate his account. He said his accounts were inactive, but. That's a shame. But he might reactivate them based on just. He made the peon cry. But he might reactivate it based on this podcast if we're nice enough, I guess. Oh, maybe we can cast a scroll of resurrection on. I bet you anything about that. I didn't. It's like a free month or something. Sweet. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. So anyhow, Javier, it's a special shout out to you. And anything on Fat Wallet? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, logged into the remote auction. That's how busy oh, I have been. Busy. I have been stupid busy. All right, what's going on with Blizzard? Well, you know, Blizzard has spent over a hundred million dollars uh, developing StarCraft Two. Really? Yep, hundred million. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, initial development on the game began back in two thousand and three, and is due to be released on July twenty seventh. Coming up here real soon. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick described StarCraft as one of the company's seven pillars of opportunity, where each pillar has the potential to deliver an operating profit between, get this, $500 million and $1 billion over its lifespan. Wow. So do you still think $100 million is a big investment? Yeah, I do. If you're going to get back five to ten times that amount? It's the potential. Still. The finalized system requirements for the game have been released. It's over there on the website. Players planning to buy the digitally distributed version can download it now from Battle.net, though the game will not be playable until the 27th. So you can go ahead and download it now, but good luck playing it. Do you think they'll do that on the for the Cataclysm? Yes. It's what they, well, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be available at the same time, because Wrath wasn't. No. So. But, I just, but I just think that would be cool to have it all... Ahead of time? Download and everything. Just wait for the be smart. switch to be flipped, yeah. It'd be smart. Yeah, although, I don't know, this, this year I've already planned out that I'm going to go hang out at the store. Oh, you're going to do that? Yeah, you are too. I, I, am? I ain't going alone. All right. All right. Can we dress up? No. Ah. Well, you can. What are you going to dress up as? Dress up like my gnome. Like your gnome? Yeah, I get some daggers. I don't think that'll go over really well. I need to be plastic. Okay. Or my hair and pigtails. What if can I dress up dress up as a succubus? <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. I would take pictures. I would put all over the internet. <laughs> no, ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna Maybe happen. Maybe a little whip. Anyhow, we mentioned also at the beginning of the show that I have a quick apology. Out apology goes out because last week's podcast I said we'd be covering a phenomenal. I actually said phenomenal like eighteen times. Uh, the phenomenal email from some dude. Well, I made a short cast about it, but that short cast got all messed up. It got corrupted, so I need to do it again. So in the meantime, rest assured that the content in that email and the forthcoming shortcast remains phenomenal. Now it's time for email questions. You too can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. So hey, Freckleface, what's in the uh, email this week? Well, our first email is from Arcane Magi over on Feathermoon. 
and it says I've been using the auctioneer add-on for a long time, but I never thought about using the scan button to make gold before I started listening to your podcast. Now that I know more and want to use it, the button is gone. Any idea what could have happened to it? I can't find the good deals now. Well, it's I have two questions. What's well, it? really, it's one question. If you have the auctioneer add-on and you're not using it to find deals, what are you using it for? I guess, you know what, it will tell you the value of something. Well, well, if really, you scan, yeah, it's it's going to give you outdated uh, data if you're not scanning every day. Right. And I lost a lot of money at the very beginning because you weren't scanning every day. Yeah, right. It's like I wasn't scanning every day, and I saw something stupid like pygmy suckerfish, right? And the auction house for dirt cheap, so I bought all of them, and I couldn't sell them. <laughs> and I've been doing a lot of it. Um, no, but what it is is that the button doesn't actually say scan unless you hover over it. If you look on the top, uh, kind of left side of the auctioneer when you open it up, it looks like VCR controls. You'll see a pause, a play, and like a stop and a forward button. Oh. And when you hover over the play button, it says click here to start or resume scan of the auction house. I see. So that's what you got to look for. Last time I lost my scan button is because auctioneer was out of date and I wasn't loading out of date add-ons. Well, I checked it just today. Okay, just, just in reference to this question, specifically got on and said, right. "Okay, I'm gonna look where the scan button is." Well, there you go. And it doesn't actually say scan unless you hover it, so it'd be easy to miss. I can see that. I know so. the buttons you're talking about too. I've seen yeah. those before. So, what else we got in the mailbag? All right, the next one is from some dude. That's our buddy. Yeah, it's our our new Air Force buddy. Aim high. And he says, "I wanted to write in and tell you that there is a way to keep track of the money you have made." Now, he's referencing, we were talking about Fat Wallet and how you started spending Fat Wallet's money. Yeah. So, we have no idea how much Fat Wallet actually we made. We still don't know. And he says, in the achievement system, there is a tab for statistics. There is a section that will tell you how much money you've accumulated, the most you've ever had on you at one time. Auctions posted, auctions won, most spent on an auction, the highest listing you posted, and tons more. I don't know how accurate that is because I have a level 3 tune and I was looking on that today. That has about 200 gold from doing guild signatures. All right. And under my achievements tab, it said most gold accumulated. It said 36 silver. So I'm wondering, since other stuff was traded to me, it's not counting it? I don't know. And I so, haven't. I wouldn't think that it's going to track the stats of a level 1. But No, it will. Because okay. this was a level 3 character. All right. Yeah. But it's just hard to tell. You know, If you are getting some money from trades, if you're buying right. from the auction house and then trading it to someone... Um, you know, might not necessarily track that. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, there's a strategy site I belong to that hosts gold speed runs every few months, and the idea is to start a fresh level one tune on a server you've never played and see who can earn the most money in 30 days. Last winter hit around 60k, and the current leader is on par to bust 100k, though this is for combining two level one tunes, one on each faction. That's a lot. I only had, what, 13k for mine? Oh, no. I forget now. You had 16. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I'm a little dubious of that, personally. Well, it doesn't say that you're going to do just auction house. It's, it's overall gold accumulated. But a character on her server you've never been in. So even starting out with less than you did, because you had 100 to at least yeah. spread Start out, off. they don't even have that. Which I don't know how you get your initial stuff other than guild signatures. There's, yeah, that might be a new challenge that we do. Do do a gold run like that, one to 30 days. Yeah. Of course, and they're not saying how 
Need long they're playing, like if they're playing for 30 days right. and that's all they're doing and they're playing for five hours, that makes right. a big difference. Need to, we also need to know the whole rules, like what can, what what's outside of the realm of allowable, you know, can you scam people? <laughs> oh, that'd be good to know. So, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of things, a lot of things you can do. But that's a very interesting challenge. He says, anyway, I love playing the auction house, so I can never seem to bust my tunes past about 10K. If I could get a cell signal at work, I would buy the remote auction house and waste more time than I should there, so it's probably a good thing. Anyway, keep up the great show. Take a look at Fat Wallet's stats and let us know. So, yeah, I'll try to do that. Yeah, so that was from right. some dude. Yep, and we, we like that. That's cool. Thanks for the uh, emails from both some dude and Arcane Magi there. It was kind of cool. And now for voicemail and comments. Be part of Hearthcast by calling 321-558-7637. Leave your message, comments, shout-outs, or greetings, and the Hearthcast crew will get it online for you. And like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, we're kind of in between phone lines right now, but both lines are currently working. And uh, you can continue dialing, you know, dialing the uh, 321-558-7637 number until we get Sniper to re-record us a new intro. Hey guys, this is the set with a V from the Scarlet Crusade server. My main is a prod pally. I am the off tank for my guild, Lordaeron Exiles. Um, and I just wanted to say that you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job. Aww. And my question is, and I know you don't really cover too much guild stuff, but I wanted to know what you think I could do as a recruitment officer to get more people to join my guild, specifically healers. Um, we are a late night guild, so it is extremely, extremely hard to recruit people. Um, thank you, uh, and keep up the great work, guys. Bye. So the question is, how can he recruit more healers into his guild? Because he's a recruitment officer. Well, there's a few different strategies. All right. One of them is uh, talking to people after you pug with them. Or while you're pugging with them. Well, that's what I mean. After the pug is going smoothly. Oh, okay. Invite them to join the guild. Yeah, as long as your pug doesn't suck. You get in there and you have a horrible pug, then you don't be like, hey, man, join my guild. I'm like, dude, you suck. I'm not joining your guild. Of course, you have to make sure they're on your same server, too. So if you do oh, like the Yeah, not like the randoms, maybe, right. but maybe the weeklies. Yeah. Or the VOAs. Yeah. Good pugs. I mean, that's how I joined and was recruited into b before uh, realizing that you guys played WoW. That's how I got into all my guilds was being in a group and somebody going, "Hey, do you want to join our guild?" Because I I try to have fun when I'm in a, in a party. You know, I try to make jokes. Can you imagine that? You know. No. <laughs> and so, you know, a lot of times I just get the invites there because we have a fun time. So if you make something fun and people go, wow, that was fun. You go, that was fun. Hey, do you want to have fun more often? You can come join our guild. And then they go, oh, yeah. And then they join. So there you go. You're going to try to have fun in a, in a, in a pickup group and ask, ask them if they want to join. So there's that. There is putting the uh, responsibility of recruiting onto more people's shoulders. True. Delegate. As in, yeah, don't, let, don't just be the only one recruiting because you're not going to get much. And the recruitment officer. Just make it more accessible for more people in the guild to be able to add members. And I know some guilds even do contests. Like if you get 
so many mi- new members in, and they'll give you a cupcake, maybe gold, or or a cupcake. It helps to have a website. Does it? Yeah. People can check out. Yeah. I can tell you, people really don't care about the tabard so much. I I see that a yeah. lot in guild recruitment stage. We have our we, own tabard. We Whoop have a tabard in two tabs. And, and we have yeah. People care more about what's your rating schedule and what have you done as a guild. Here's the thing about the the guild tabs. You know, they're talking about the bank tabs rather in the guild bank, and they go mm-hmm. like, "We got full tabs. That's nice. How many do I have access to?" Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I have access to the the level one that says level one crap. Thanks. I have access to your guild's I crap. I can withdraw one. Stack one piece of crap. crap per day. It's like, that's nothing, dudes. But they'll let you deposit yeah. as much crap as you want. You know what I do in those situations? What do you do? Anything I can't vendor, I deposit in a guild bank. You know, the Titans Warriors, they have it switched so that like the lobbies in the guild can withdraw, but they can't deposit. It's <laughs> so strange. That's messed up. Maybe because too many people were doing what you were doing. No, well, what was that last guild we were in before Titan Warriors on the other server? Uh, oh, Faces. Yeah, the Faces of Azeroth. Right, and you used to clean out the guild bank, and you used to be like, man, someone put a bunch of crap in here, and it was always me. <laughs> You're always, really? Yeah, because I was mad because I had access to level one crap. You remember that, don't you? It, yeah, it really bugs me. Guild <laughs> banks, when they when stuff gets put in there and nobody takes them, Right. after like two weeks, obviously nobody wants it. Right. Take it out and vendor it. I know. I was just putting all kinds of just trash in there. I, anything I could find, I'm like, you know what? This is trash. Throw it in a guild bank because I didn't have access. And then finally, you gave me access to the higher stuff. I promoted you. Yeah. I can't a, believe you did that to me after all this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's revelations by root. It's a new segment we're gonna do. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, if you're gonna give access to, if you're gonna brag about rather your 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 tabs, let people know what they're gonna have access to. And don't expect. You know, I understand the whole deal, but you don't want to give everybody access because you don't know the person yet because too many people come in, you know, steal everything out of the guild bank and then leave the guild. So I understand that, that need of protection, but don't don't brag about what you've got if, if it's not accessible to somebody. Um, another really good place to go to find uh, anybody, especially, you know, it doesn't matter, any kind of class, any kind of race, and just general players in your area is meetup.com. You go to meetup.com, you type in WoW and then your city name, like WoW Orlando, and it's going to tell you the meetup groups, which are people in your area who have a common interest in this being WoW, and you go, hey, anybody want to join a guild or you know, I need a healer, whatever the case might be. I know the WoW Orlando group is starting a, uh, uh, over on Normagon server, they're starting up a bunch of alts over there. Also, like a podcast yeah. or something, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Like, hey, you know, he gave a nice little plug for his guild, right? So, I mean, the guy's already said he is the recruitment officer for Lord of Exiles at Scarlet Crusade server, right? That's what he said. And it says his name is Vasset. Vasset with a V. V de vaca. En vez de V de burro. So, I mean, that's a great way. He's already, he, he plugged his guild. So if you're a healer, publicity. There, you, there go. you go. It's all about it. It's all about getting that bump. We can give you some advice on something not to do. What's that? Advertise in the trade channel. Because there's a guild recruitment channel. There is a guild recruitment channel. You should use it. But I could go on a rant about trade channels, but I won't. Okay. 
I won't. All right, then don't. I won't do it. Then don't. Can't make me. I'm not. All right, then. All right, then. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I think he's on a good he's on a good idea from, from doing what he's doing. So, if anybody's a healer and you want to get a hold of him, then there you go. You now know how. Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. You know, I've been accused before being unethical with Fat Wallet. Yes, you have. Many times. Well, maybe... Okay, twice. Yeah, twice. Maybe three times. Anyhow, there... He really doesn't do anything unethical. But there are some unethical things you can do in the game of World of Warcraft, believe it or not. And even worse, people do them. Did you know that? Did you know people aren't fair really? in the World of Warcraft? That makes me sad. Or in life in general. But I have a sparkly horse in Warcraft. Nothing's ever not fair there. <laughs> Sonia, let's go on with our stuff here. Let me give you some stuff that uh, is unethical to do in the World of Warcraft. Auction house auction baiting. Ooh, what does that mean? That's where you have, like, a bank alt will list an item, and then you log off of that alt, and you log back into another character, and you start doing a, a want-to-buy in trade chat where it belongs. So, for instance, I come on there, and I, I list with Fat Wallet, let's say. I go on there, and I list a piece of cheese. And I log off of Fat Wallet, log on to Root, take them over to, like, Dalaran, and go, hey, man, I want to buy some cheese or something that's not readily available in Dalaran. And someone would be like, oh, it's on the auction house. I'm like, yeah, but I'm too lazy to go over there. And they'll go, okay, and they'll go buy it. And then I log off a route, and I never take the money from them or the items. But I force the sale of Fat Wallet's cheese. Of course, well, what you need to add in there is that you're you're wanting to buy it at a ridiculously high price. True. That, yeah, man. That, I'll that's pay a hundred gold for a piece right, of cheese. Right, exactly. That that's what people do when they do that because on the auction house it'll be listed as semi-normal price, right? Or maybe a little bit higher. I listed as higher. I'd be in there yeah. and put a cheese up there for five gold. Yeah, maybe higher, but then you come and act like you're a third party wanting to buy yep. it for hundred gold, you know, ridiculous price. So then they buy out this high price, thinking they're going to get a good. That's right. Good Take deal. advantage of their greed. Yep. It's still unethical to do, and I would never do that. I know, you know, I've actually seen that as suggested ways to get gold in, in gold-making guides. Yeah, shame we on We don't that. advocate that. No. Shame on them. Also, also, charging high gold for an instance run and then leaving people in the middle of it. Didn't that, that happen to you? Yeah. It's ZF. <laughs> Running ZF and the guys like it was like twenty gold. I was like, well, that's a lot, but I paid it. And we all get in there and we're like, okay, and then poof, he's gone. Did he aggro stuff for? Yeah, oh yeah, he ran and got everything. And I was like, oh man. And he laughed. I was like, wow. That was a sad day, I bet. That was a lesson learned. Yeah, and the GM wouldn't do anything, right? No, no, he said lesson learned. <laughs> Don't pay people for runs. Uh, taking gold or items or crafting services and not providing the final item. So if you gather, you know, somebody's stuff, you're going to make them an epic gem. So you get whatever the materials are for that epic gem. They bring them to you and they go, oh, can you craft me the gem? They go, yeah, 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 hook me up. And they give you all the stuff and then you run away. 
Because there's some people don't realize that, like, for instance, you know, you got the little thing that will not be modified when you do the trade. You put uh-huh. them, People don't do that all the time. Like, for instance, you go to get something enchanted, and a hair is a pair of shoulders, and they, and they accidentally trade it as opposed to putting it into the modified box. And then that enchanter grabs her shoulders and runs away. Never to be found again. That's very unethical. Very. I have not had that happen to me, but I've heard people complaining about it enough. The Alt F4 or Option or Mac Q. Don't even throw in the Option Q. Nobody says, "Hey, you press Option Q, I you know can't you get don't. a thousand gold." <laughs> but they do with I the know, Alt F4. I know the Mac equivalent is that, but that's not a thing. That's not a scam. It is. It's not. It is because you still have people who are so noob and be on a Mac that they don't know that it does that. You don't see it as often, but you do see it. It's funny that I think it's funny to watch the different ways that people will. Trick people into pressing Alt F4? Because right. you can do Control F4 too if you're in a windowed environment. That's true. Just because so you don't ever ask in trade chat, how do you do something? Because that's the answer <laughs> that you'll get. Press Alt F4. <laughs> I'm on a Mac. Press Option Q. You know, I think we talked about this when we talked about um, people do that with AFK. And they'll do that in Battlegrounds and they use Slashy, right. which is a custom emote. And if you use the word you in that, it looks like they're like the right. emote's directed at the you know, you the player when it's not. It's just part of the emote. And they would say you've been reported as, <laughs> as AFK as AFK type, type slash AFK, AFK away. Should have added that one. That's kinda of, well that's on that because that, that that logs you out of the battleground. It does, uh, and it gives the deserter status. Right. Which then that means your team is gonna lose battleground most likely. Well, I think people do that like Alterite Valley. It just it just took it longer to start. That was pretty much it Still they did they in the do beginning. It. Um, another trick we used to do in Guild Chat back in the day was back in my it day. was when uh, the names of people that were talking and what they said were the same color. There's no distinction. I never used that because I used to have the thing called Taste the Name Bow. It was an add-on that colorized everybody's names because I couldn't stand everybody having the same name color thing. Ah, uh, see, Pratt does that, does different colors. And I think Wild does that now, too. Yes, they do. But back in the day, what you used to be able to do is I could type in something in chat, then I could space, and I could do bracket, brute, bracket, and then type something. <laughs> if I didn't have space in between, I could type it. I could make it look make like, it look like, I, like I typed something and you responded. And there was, it looked indistinguishable from what you said. <laughs> so you used to drive people a little crazy with that. I didn't see that. Like that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't it's see right that. There. It's right there in chat. <laughs> That's mean. That is mean. It's unethical. Account right. phishing. That's very unethical. That's like a super duper unethical oh, one. Yeah. And that's just trying to use devious methods to get somebody's account information and or password. Um, in fact, there was a guy on the Orlando meetup group who complained that he got his account quote unquote hacked. So I sent him an email message to find out more. Hopefully I'll have more to report him on that next week because you know me my standpoint. Accounts don't get hacked. Your account, you, you know, your account username and password to get compromised because of stupidity that you did as a user. Or, you know, maybe not, maybe stupidity is a harsh word. Maybe you were just, you were victimized. But still, the person doing the victimization is a So. PayPal runs. Have you seen these? Uh, no, I haven't. You have not seen PayPal runs? No, I haven't. Wow. This is the best thing ever. People go like, do you want to run? Do you want, I'll, I'll take you through, you know, it's the, it's the big things. You know, they'll take you into a raid. They'll run you through stuff. But you got to go pay them real money first. Wow. 
How much dollars? Like 10, 20 bucks, real dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. They're talking about give me 10, 20 bucks and I'll run you all the way through whatever. You know, we, we will carry your weight and get you all these achievements and we'll let you, we'll let you loot everything. PayPal runs. It's crazy. Very crazy. Crazy. It's almost like, you know, paying for somebody to, uh, <laughs> to power level you. Um, how about using bots or programs to play the game for you, like Glider? I think that's unethical. It is. I think anything that... will get you banned. It will. And I think anything that changes the physical gameplay, you should be, you should be banned. You know, I don't think that goes for, like, you know, programmable mice or keyboards or extensive use of macros. I think that's fine because the game allows for that. Even though there were some, uh, was it one of the keyboards or one of the mice? I forget which one it was offhand right now, but they were, people were being banned for using it. Even though Blizzard had officially supported it, they just kind of forgot they supported it. And so when they saw people doing stuff, they're like, oh, that's a programmable keyboard. You're, you're out. And they went, yeah, but your logo's all over it, dude. And they're like, oh. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you're not banned anymore. Come on back. Happy, happy hug. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think, but, but any kind of program like Glider or there's some fishing bots out there that will fish for you. Of course, you know, when I was researching all this, like, way back in the day about all this kind of stuff, all the ones I found were Windows-based programs. I was like, eh, um, couldn't even use one if I wanted to. But I don't want to. You know, it's like, it's a game. You're not supposed to buy another program to play the game for you. No, it's ridiculous. I have heard of people who, like, give kids summer jobs to come down to their house and level their character or farm for them. What do you think about that? I don't know. You probably get away paying them much lower than minimum wage. Heck yeah. They're like a dollar an hour. If that, come over and have some pizza. Play WoW for me. Hmm. What are you doing later? What are your <laughs> kids doing later? That's how I don't know. A big one going on right now, of course, is scamming people for gold in GDKPs. That's where we, they've talked about this several times where um, in the last couple of weeks where people have gone into a GDKP uh, scenario, have gone through the raid, and then the guy running the GDKP you know, gets the biggest loot and then logs. So now he's got whatever it is he wanted, he or she wanted from the run, plus a bunch of gold. And, of course, if nothing was mentioned, as we said before, in raid chat, then the GMs can't help you. What about buying gold? Do you think buying gold is unethical? Absolutely. I do. Because it's, I mean, it's crazy. The amount of gold you can make towards the end game is absolutely crazy. I know that doesn't help people who are leveling up. But if you get a guildy and you're good friends with that guildy, like I know you have close to what? Twenty some odd thousand dollars on one of your or gold. I have twenty four thousand on Whisperwind. Yeah, so it's like if you had a low level guildie who's just struggling, you'd probably throw him a couple thou. Uh, not that much, maybe hundred. Hundred, that's it. Yeah, I'd throw somebody a thou. Oh, not me. No, really. Not unless it was a very close friend. Oh, okay. Not about, a close friend, I would throw a thousand for. Well, you offer to buy my gems. I know. That would have been probably 600 gold right there. That's all right. All right. You're not just random dude in my guild. Well, yeah, that's true. That's what I said, a close guilty person. Oh. Probably somebody you know. Yeah, someone I know. Yeah. So if you're struggling for gold, you you know, don't beg, but you can you can get gold. Yeah, don't beg as soon as you get in that guild chat. Oh, that's the worst. We've uh, talked about that before. I'll tell you why I really hate people buying gold is because 
it it perpetuates the vicious cycle. Right. You know, because the people who are selling gold, do you think that they are legitimate players who make enough to be huh. able to sell no. it? No. Uh-uh. How do you think they're getting that gold? They're stealing it. Or something. Yeah. I mean, the people who get their accounts, quote, hacked or their... The fishing for stuff. What do you think happens yeah. to that gold that gets stolen? It gets sold. Right. You know, it's the same thing. Like, would would you buy, you know, a stolen stereo from some guy off the street? Or, if I knew the guy. Well. Well, but the reason why people don't is <laughs> no, because would, they think, hey, this was stolen from somebody. Right. If I do this, I'm perpetuating You're the per- cycle. Exactly. And it's the same thing. When you buy gold, it's not. It's not, not someone that legitimately made for one thing. I was talking to a guy on uh, in the Wowhead channel on Freenode, and this person believes that Blizzard themselves are behind some of the gold selling. Because think about it, they can make gold, they can just click a button and now they got a gazillion gold. Because GMs have unlimited gold. Does that mean they think Blizzard officially is behind, or you yes. just think people... Yeah, they think they're officially behind it. Because here's the thing: if you look at gold prices, you, you know some people are paying thirty, fifty, hundred bucks for gold, right? Real world cash money, and you're paying how much? How much a month for your account? Fifteen, sixteen bucks, whatever, whatever kind of deal you got. Right. So if Blizzard said, "Well, look, most people are paying fifteen, sixteen bucks. Uh, we can make up this virtual currency being gold." create as much of it as we want and sell it you know through channels over in Japan or China or Russia or wherever we'll just create pop pop they want pop pop we make and somebody is going to pay us 20 30 40 50 100 dollars and so we're talking two three four times the amount that their actual monthly bill is paid for or that they're getting blizzards getting so they're quadrupling their money. Not everybody, of course, is going to be buying gold. Nobody should buy gold. But the guy put up a decent argument. You know, great for the conspiracy theorists. Because, let I me mean, think about it. If you had a product that you could just click a button and make more of, completely virtual, no sweat on your, on your brow, and somebody would pay you cash money for that product, would you not do that all day? Absolutely. There you go. I don't think so, but I don't think. I mean, I don't think Blizzard is doing it, but because he kind of this guy's point was that they don't. They know. I mean, everybody knows how gold is being currently bought and sold. You know, through the high dollar crazy items on the auction house or high gold crazy items on the auction house. But Blizzard doesn't do anything to stop. They can stop those auctions. Not only can they stop the auctions, they can go to the person who's putting that auction up and going, "Look, there's only one reason." That you would put a piece of linen cloth up here for 5,000 gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if it's getting bought. Right. Right. So it's easy for them to see who's selling it and easy for them to see who's buying it. But I just, you know, they don't. But as I said before, I I think, personally, I just think Blizzard turns a blind eye to that, to the whole gold buying and selling thing, because they know people are going to spend more money in the game. All right, how about paying cash for items or... For leveling. Definitely unethical. What about loot cards? Loot cards? Yeah. This is a loot card. This is like, you know, you go, you buy the, the, the World, World of Warcraft uh, trading card game, and sometimes it has loot cards in it. We've given them away as prizes before. 
because I went and I bought the cards, and wow, there's there's some loot cards in here. But there are sites that are dedicated to selling those loot cards. That's not unethical. You don't think that's unethical? No, because you're actually paying for the pack of cards themselves. You're just getting the one card or the electronic deliverable. Well, I know, but it's it's different because you're paying... For a tangible item? For a tangible item okay. that you didn't turn, use the code and turn it in. All right, I'll give um, you that. What about leveling services where people will pay to have their character leveled from 50 to 80 or whatever? So they're not doing it themselves. Are they... Someone else is on their account? Yeah. Oh, no, you can't do that. Unethical? Unethical. And you bet that will open up your account to being compromised, too. Absolutely, it will be. Now, what about... Now, who, who's who's the more unethical person there? Is the person who is buying the leveling service or providing the leveling service? I usually tend to think the seller is more unethical. I mean, who gets charged more in the drug deal, the seller or the buyer? Yeah, the person selling. The seller. Yeah. yeah. So those are some unethical things that actually do happen, and unfortunately, uh, in, in the world of Warcraft. And the reason why is because it's created what's called a parasitic market around the game. And people will do anything they can to try to turn a fast dollar in the world of Warcraft. Which is why our podcast is and always will be free. And now it's time for Adopt a Pet. Direct from our pet master to you, Freckleface shares the secret joys of in-game pet ownership. Well, this week's is Hyacinth Macaw. Hyacinth Macaw. Macaw. And I love this one. I don't have it, but I love it because every time someone tries to sell it in trade chat, it always sparks a huge argument. Why is that? Because it tends to go for about 20,000 gold on our server. Why? The reason is is because it has pretty much the lowest drop rate of all the pets. Okay. Um, depending on the source, is anywhere from 1 in 5,000 to 1 in 10,000. Holy cow. Chance to drop. And it drops from the pirates in Stranglethorn Vale. Now, back in the day, people used to be able to snatch it every once in a while off the auction house and someone would get it, not know what it was, put it up for a few gold. Right. So there there are still stories, if you go on Wowhead, of people saying, like, hey, I got mine for a couple gold. And, <laughs> but what happened was, one of the patches, they changed the color of it. Oh, so now it's like epic? Yeah, so now it's an epic So it's pet, purple. And it's the only, as far as I can tell, epic pet. My pet is epic. Yeah. Because most of them, even if it is a rare find, it's still white. Right. I remember a couple patches ago, there was a pet in Angoro Crater. They used to drop off of, well, I guess, one of the drag or dinosaurs in there. Was it like a raptor hatchling? Yeah. yeah. And then it was very, it was like very rare. And then after that patch, you could actually go, you had a chance of getting it out of every everybody or out of the nest or something. It became very, very readily available. And there for about three or four days, people who didn't read the patch notes, they were selling those things like hotcakes on the auction house. I mean, because I saw one, I'm like, why is this thing up here? You know, because it was like it was like for half, what should have been half price? You know, these things, were going for, they were going for like 10000 It was on for like 5000 It's like, why is this 5000 And it's been dropping ever since, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? So the first thing I did, and this is just an extra tip, anytime you see a huge price discrepancy, go check out Wowhead or somewhere else. Because they'll tell you, wow, like, hey, this thing is now readily available, and all you got to do is go over here that the, the drop rate is stupid. And so it's like, okay, but then you watch those things sell all day long, and people are thinking, I'm getting a great deal. This thing used to be 10000 now it's only $5,000. i am going to relist it, and they didn't. No, that's too bad. 
Um, but this one, it's been the same drop rate for, um, I think it was out in Vanilla WoW. There's just Could they be. changed um, the loot threshold or something like that. I tried forever to get it's a some kind of little buzzing bee or mosquito or uh, was gnat. it in Zangamarash? Yes. You tried to get the like the firefly. Yeah, firefly. Yeah. Someone in our guild way back in I think it was on Gorgonash. One of somebody in our guild got that, and he sold. I farmed it. for that for a bit. Yeah, they sold that thing for yeah. a lot. But the reason I always. It always uh, sparks an argument is because it does sell for so much, about 20,000 gold. Right. And then every time someone tries to advertise in trade chat, you get five people saying, why would you spend that much on a pet? So it ends up being one of those uh, Prada items. Why would you spend that much on a purse? To, sh- to show that you have the mu- that much to go. spend on a purse. Why would you spend exactly. that much on an elephant? Or to show that you have ma- that much? Mammoth or whatever. Yeah. I want one. It's a status symbol. That's why I got my bike. Mm-hmm. Now everybody has them. But see, the bike. Actually, I think the bike. I think the bike is worth it, money wise. Do you? It's loud. It's got its license plate. It says Pwn. Pwn. It's a two passenger mount. Yes. I think that in itself is worth it. But this is basically. I mean, it's a pretty pet, but it's a, rec- a recoloring of other macaws in the game. Oh. Uh, huh. So, and when, if you have it, it just tells people that either. I spent 12 hours of my life just farming this, or that I have 20,000 gold to just drop on a pet. I, I, I spent literally a week in Zanger Marsh running around killing every whatever it was that said it had it. Yeah, I, I farmed for the dragons until I got them, the azure whelping and the crimson whelping. I tried to farm for that for that firefly, too. I just couldn't, couldn't yes. do it. But like I said, I don't have the highest in my car. I just I don't think it's worth it, personally. That kind of hits my threshold of... See, but every time you I'm say not, you don't have a pet like that, I, it gives me, I want to go farm for it to try to get it. I don't think you have the patience to farm for it, to be honest. You don't think? Because killing those pirates, eh. What level are they? Boring, like level 40. See, I could just get in there and put my pet on aggressive. You can, but they're spread out over a large yeah. area. You have to do a lot of running. I don't want to do running. Yeah. I mean, if it was like just a cluster of 100. Where are they at? They're, they're over in. Stranglethorn Vale. You know what's going to happen? But what? As soon as uh, Cataclysm hits mm-hmm. and you can fly, you can be running around anymore. That's true. Of course, you don't know if that'll be still available. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Maybe all the pirates will be zombies after the Cataclysm. Ooh, <gasps> zombie pirates. Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. Now, you know, last week, we discussed how real-world economics simply weren't really working in World of Warcraft. Yes, we did. So this week, we're going to look at how World of Warcraft economics actually do work. You know, there's this website, it's called Wow Econ. You ever been there? No, I haven't. Awesome site. Now, awesome. Yeah, it's got some paid levels for it, but the free stuff is still available. What it gives you is an overall snapshot of the economy of your server. So it's just using aggregate data that it gets from everybody else who has their who has their add-on. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's like being able to have access to everybody else's um, auctioneer. So you don't have to sit there and scan the data time and time and time again. So it's helping me a lot uh, on my daily purchases when I'm doing day trading. So... But the problem with um, 
the world of Warcraft economy is that there are external finite resources that you have to manage. While in-game, the resources are infinite. Scarce resources. Yes, but the real world's ones are finite. They are scarce. Now, this is going to go back and forth. Number one, we got gold. Now, gold, as not like real money, gold is not tied directly to any of your professions in World of Warcraft. Yes, you can make gold with your profession, but it's not tied to it. You don't have an hourly rate or a salary that you make in gold for playing World of Warcraft. It's not a job. Now, you get gold a variety of ways and in a different variety of quantities. You get 5 gold here, 15 gold there, 30 gold here, 100 gold, whatever. You get daily quests, you can loot kills, you have these big bosses, GDKPs, there's a lot of different ways. But there's also major gold sinks in the game. Riding skills, pets, mounts, gems, things that you absolutely need, like your big bag, whatever bag you bought. Portable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it just goes with stuff you quote-unquote need. So Blizzard wants to make sure that you are spending your hard-earned gold. Uh, number two, real-life time. You will spend time on st places like the auction house, which takes away from any time you have doing anything else in the game. Plus, since life is more important than well, sorry, uh, there's a time, there's, there is time balancing that must be brought into aspect. You know, like me the last couple of weeks, I just haven't been able to play. So since I haven't been able to play, my amount of gold that I have is not as high as it should be. I don't have as much as I would have had had I played. Also, real-life money. You pay for the game. How you decide to spend your money is completely up to you. Do you need a second account? Maybe. Some people play with a dedicated auction house account. Uh, do you spend extra money, like I do, on the remote auction house every month? Number four is convenience or simplicity. It's easy to gather items, maybe craft items, Maybe it's just easier for you to get loot off of bosses. Or, are you on the other side of everything? You just can't be bothered with going and killing things or crafting things or gathering things. And you just want to get your things on the auction house. What about um, you leveling up? Character progression. Are your tunes leveling up a skill? Do you need items in the auction house to do so? Or are you going to produce those items that you're crafting to be sold on the auction house. And the other finite resource is fun. Fun is finite. What do you consider fun? Is downing bosses, questing, PvP, lore, dailies, playing on the auction house? A lot of different ways to look at the game of World of Warcraft to decide what you think is fun. So some examples of these six finite items. Gold, time, money, convenience and simplicity, character regression, and fun. If you're scaling the auction house and buying anything listed... Uh, that hopefully is listed below vendor price. Which I do every day. Right. So that scanning is going to take time out from what you can do. So there's your time. Like 10, 20, 30 minutes. And then you got to be there to get back in and see what you've got and what's available. Now you might be able to pay 8 gold to buy an item that vendors for 10. Or 30 silver to purchase something that you then can convert into something that vendors for gold. That all can take up to, you know, 45 minutes of real-life time. That's time that you can't do anything else but go 
you know, it's been in making your one or two or however much profit you're making in that time. Now, sometimes cheap items are sold at a high or overpriced rate on the auction house, and the reason that that being is done is because the buyer of that of that item is looking for the convenience of buying that item on the auction house, or they were uninformed that a vendor sells that item for a few copper or silver. Now, this is something that that Fat Wallet does on a daily basis. That revealed that it's going and grabbing the tuxedo pattern. The shirt, the jacket, and pants, right, right there across uh, in the tailoring section in Iron Forge. Jumping out the window from there, going right next door to where I guess the tailors are, or somebody else's, or whatever leather workers are there. It's what they are. And he, I buy the pattern for the leather ball. And those consistently sell on both the neutral auction house. They're selling great on the neutral auction house right now, by the way. Uh, they sell great on the neutral auction house and the regular alliance auction house for a lot of gold sometimes up to 20 gold per item and i'm paying what five silver i think four or five silver with a profit huge profit but that takes time for fat Walt to run over because i can you know he's slow he's a level one can't get on a mount there should be banker mounts but that's still an amount of time that i've got to spend going around and doing all that. So there's finite resources that have to be managed in order for somebody to actually make a profit in the world of Warcraft because the economy that it uses is not real. It doesn't follow the real-world economy rules. So you've got to make your own rule sets and follow them. So there is a legitimate reason why it's okay to trade someone for less than you'd put in the auction house. A legitimate reason to trade for less... Than what you listed for in exactly, the auction house. because you're giving them convenience in exchange for the slightly lower price. I would sell it for higher. Okay, buy it to them. Buy it from them. Buy it to them? Buy it to them. If I'm buying something from somebody that is not in the auction house, I would expect to pay a little more. Why is that? Because it's not in the auction house. I don't have to go to Iron Forge or anything else to go get it. I don't have to go to you know major city that has a auction house to get it. If there, if like if I meet somebody in Dalaran, which doesn't have an auction house, that's for me. Hush. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's because you're an engineer, right? Yeah, that's because I'm an engineer. But if I meet somebody who's not an engineer in Dalaran, and I'm buying something for them or from them that I need for whatever reason I need it then I would expect to pay a higher gold amount than what it was available for in the auction house because of the convenience that person is giving me. Even though it's not too inconvenient to go over, click on the portal, go to Iron Forge, run to the auction house, buy it, and hearth back. But people pay it. They do. Yes, they do. So when my son came back from camp, Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, dude, you need to check this out. And uh, I kind of pre-warned him about uh, Squishy Lock. And so I'm like, check it out. Yeah. And uh, I played it. And he liked it. He did. He liked it. And he was like singing along with it about the third or fourth time he played it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So it was pretty fun. I was like, just, I was like, I lost tempo, so, you know, sorry. 
And I was like, do you know what he's talking about? He's like, yeah, Dad, I did all your Warlock research for you. Because <laughs> he used to do, like, every like every time I was getting close to another level, he would go over to, like, you know, Wowhead or Alakazam or some other site and bring me back all the information about my new spells, what I was going to be able to do, blah, blah, blah. So he just... He's, He's smarter than me because I can't read about other characters' spells because it don't make sense to me without having played them. Oh. Well, I had to explain it to him. Like, he'll come back and go, you can life tap for more. What's life tap? Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, life tap, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's cool. And I'm like, you want to play? No. He just, <laughs> that's he, so funny. Yeah, he had to be on a completely, like, I don't know. I mean, he prefer like, the game that he was playing, you could easily get away from the mob. He was playing, like, something from Cartoon Network. Oh, I see. Yeah, and it's like, it was still a 3D world environment, whatever. But if something attacked you, you had, like, enough health pool that, so what? You'd automatically jump on your flying mount or hovering board or whatever and go. See, now that about does it for this episode of HearthCast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website over www.hearthcast.com and participate in our show by calling the HearthCast hotline. The new number is 47956 8599. You can email us at contributedhearthcats.com or use our website submission form. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, swagdog.com, taverncraft.com, and Nebula over at Beats365, and of course, nextelligence.com for making this wonderful space available to us. And if you like what you heard, then spread the word. Tell your friends or guildmates. And if you link to us from your blog, we'll give you a link back. Yes, we will. So, uh, Till next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. <laughs>